Well, hello, and welcome to the Through the Word podcast, as pastors Chris Mitchell and John Bell seek to answer questions that come from the reading of God's Word, beginning in Genesis all the way through to Revelation. Thank you for joining us. Well, hello, I'm Pastor John Bell. And I'm Pastor Chris Mitchell. And this is the Through the Word podcast, where we seek to answer questions from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. And this week we are still in the Psalms and we have some some fun questions in in many ways this week. I'm, you know, very personal in in nature, but also uh, just a way to reflect on how sweet the Psalms are and how, how sweet it is to be in the studies of the Psalms right now. And and so if you have any questions for us, please send those in to through the word 22 at gmail.com. And we'll still be in the songs, but also if you have any from Proverbs coming up, so just um, send those in to us. And Pastor Chris, is it all right with you if we get into some of those questions? Yeah, I wanted to say thank you to both you and Michael Neal for uh, working through last week's questions. And I certainly appreciate that. And um, this is our pleasure as we head into the the Psalms, we're getting into the Psalms of Ascent. So uh, for those of us who are uh, part of the Eastview family that are listening, you know, we we got to spend uh, some of our summer back in 2020 uh, looking at those. So I hope that those are a refreshment uh, to us. And then, of course, getting into Proverbs. So maybe we'll have some interesting questions from the book of Proverbs coming up. So anyway, but yes, let's get started with these. I um, get to hear a little bit of of song from some of the questions that were asked this week. So looking forward to that, too. All right. Well, how many psalms do you sing? And so, I mean, this is asking you, how many psalms do you sing? And then follow up question (laughs) to that is which song, which is our psalm, which has been put to a hymn or a praise song, you know, et cetera, there uh, is your favorite. All right. Well, this isn't an exhaustive list. Um, so I tried, though, to find ones that came to my mind the fastest. Now, right. I did uh, conf- uh, have a conversation with Sarah and the kids were actually my kids were on the line, too, to kind of help me think, what are some of those psalms that, you know, we sing in the car or, or say before bedtime? So I can't take credit for all of the list. Um, but here's the ones that just were the quickest to come to mind. Okay. So, and they're, they're in no particular order. I can remember Psalm 119, 105 put to music as a child. And so that says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet, right. and the light unto my path. So I, that was the first one that was like, oh yeah. That, um, this is dating me a little bit, but I remember Psalm 8 put to music by Michael W. Smith, but it was actually played in my home by Sandy Patty as the artist. And okay. that was, Oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So yes, um, that <laughs> my parents really liked that one. Um, Psalm 106.1 is a favorite. That's um, give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. Oh yes. Yes. Um, we still hear that on the radio occasionally. Yeah, that's right. On the light. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, thankful for their ministry. Absolutely. Um, Psalm 23. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I'll walk with him always. Always, always, I'll walk with him always. So there's that. That was one that our family uh, would sing some. Uh, Psalm 98. Yes. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. That's Power right. And majesty, praise to the king. So there was that one still probably on the light, too. That's right. Every I would think so. Yeah. Um, Psalm 56. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. So we had that one. Um, and finally, from this list, we had I came up with Psalm 103. Okay. Which is, bless the Lord. Oh, oh yes. They, we still sing that one. That's uh, right. Even more frequently. So anyway, those were some of the ones that, that we came up with just in the time of thinking through these questions. Well, fun. Obviously, but, many, many more. Right. It's, of, of them, is there one that's a favorite? Well, I wanted to begin my answer with, to that question with this statement from John Calvin about the book of Psalms. Just overall. Okay. Uh, he said the book is, and I quote, an anatomy of all the parts of the soul. Mm. For there is not an emotion of which anyone can be conscious that is not here represented as in a mirror. Or rather, the Holy Spirit has here drawn to the life all the griefs, sorrows, fears, doubts, hopes, cares, perplexities. In short, all the distracting emotions with which the minds of men are wont to be agitated. And so as he's saying that... I, I would agree with Calvin's assessment that Christians through the ages have testified to the power and solace of the Psalms to speak to God in times of great sadness and mm. times of great joy. Yes. Um, and I say all of that because my favorite probably shifts with seasons in my life. Okay. And so these days around our home, we sing Psalm 130 that was put to music uh, probably by different artists and obviously performed by different artists, but um, Jordan Coughlin, Matt Merker, Keith Gaddy, and Stuart Townend, uh, you know, did right. the um, I Will Wait For You. Uh, and the chorus says, I will wait for you. I will wait for right. you. Right. It's great. On your word, I will rely. And so walking through a difficult season, I find myself quick to jump ahead of God sometimes uh, to forget his promises, but that chorus, you know, so clearly says on your word, I will rely. And so my prayer for me is that I would be diligent to rely completely on his word. Um, so that's, I, I guess a favorite sure. for us right now, for me personally. Well, rightfully so. Thank you. Uh, and as you mentioned in the power of, of the Psalms and how they have a place and every point in life. Um, is there a psalm? Our next question is, which psalm, our psalm, do you find helps you with intercessory prayer? Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, Life Together, once said that the psalms actually are the prayers of Christ. Uh, this is his quote. He said, the man, Jesus Christ, to whom no affliction, no ill, no suffering is alien and who yet was the holy, innocent, and righteous one, is praying in the Psalter through the mouth of his church. He said the Psalter is the prayer book of Jesus Christ. He prayed the Psalter, 
And now it's become his prayer book for all time. And so I thought this was interesting. He, Bonhoeffer goes on to say, those who pray the Psalms are joining in with the prayer of Jesus Christ. Their prayer reaches the ears of God. Christ has become their intercessor. The Psalter then becomes the great school of prayer. Um, so I, I, I say, as we start to consider the intercessory prayer, yeah. I looked at Psalm 121. Okay. And so I want us to read that. Um, if folks have their copy of God's word, I'm going to read it aloud from the ESV version. But All right. it says this, a song of ascents. I lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So I, I say that this intercessory or, or helps me with intercessory. First, it begins with acknowledging the one who can truly offer help. Right. You know, that's where it begins. I mean, he's the creator. Um and so then the psalm highlights God's work as redeemer and companion. I mean, he's our keeper forever. And so you can break that down. I know that's not necessarily the, the point of our podcast here, but, but just pulling things out, like he will not let your foot be moved. I mean, all right. right. So as you're praying for someone who is just maybe discouraged um, or who feels like, you know, they, they just don't see God in, in, in this moment or, or things like that. Mm-hmm. There's so much in this psalm, you know, the Lord is your keeper, uh, things like that. I just felt like it really does help for me uh, in intercessory prayer. Um, there's a Brooklyn and, and talking about songs that are connected with it. Brooklyn Tab has a song called My Help Cometh from the Lord. Uh, you can find it on YouTube and yes. uh, it, you know, well done based on this psalm so that would be my intercessory prayer one well sweet thank you that really and enjoyed hearing that response and and considering that as a a psalm to go to for intercessory prayer the the next question is which psalm helps you you know which what's your go-to psalm for a personal prayer one to guide you through a time of personal prayer i typically follow the acts pattern for my personal prayer you know okay. so adoration confession thanksgiving supplication and i know yes. we've talked about this before and that you don't have to have this you know we're not trying to make it a rote kind of thing but that's for me and my personal prayer time i have tried to use that pattern and i think psalm 53 really includes elements of all of those parts okay um, when you begin with considering adoration psalm 53 1 um, really helps us. Um, well, not just Psalm 53 verse one, but, but helping us understand in this Psalm that, that there is, um, this idea that, um, our God is, uh, is, is real. He's the God of steadfast love. Yes. Um, and you know, 53 one speaks of the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt doing abominable iniquity. There is no one who does good. And yet we know there is a God who 
you know, who has a heart for all people. And so as we adore our God, uh, I want us to understand that, um, that he is, that he is real. And it's only the fool who says there isn't a God. It's right. only, you know, there, there is truly a, a God to who's worth uh, adoring. Um, and, and then when you get into confession, uh, you know, you, you recognize that that is a measure of confession. There are those who would say there is no God. And, and sometimes I may not say that in my heart, but my actions say that mm. my actions act like God doesn't exist. Um, you know, or, or when he gets into verse two, God looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand who seek after God. I have to confess sometimes, sometimes I'm not seeking after him. I'm seeking my own heart. I want my own way. Um, and so I, I have to think through that there, uh, in this Psalm, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, I recognize in Thanksgiving that, um, salvation, um, for Israel verse six, uh, and not that I'm, uh, you know, I'm grafted into <laughs> the, the, the kingdom of God, sure. uh, not into the nation state of Israel, but, but he talks about when God restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice, let Israel be glad. Uh, there's thanksgiving that I've been restored by the God of the universe. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, right. I, the, the, the fortunes that are uh, uh, God's, God's riches are given to me because of Christ. And so uh, I, there's thanksgiving there. Um, and then when you talk about supplication, just asking, uh, you know, asking God, uh, you know, God, there are people who have fallen away. Uh, there are those who have become corrupt, like verse three. There are those who are in great terror. Um, God, would you please uh, draw them to yourself? Um, so anyway, just I, that's an example of, of kind of working through a psalm. Yes. That, that it, it follows that pattern that I, I like to use uh, in just in praying for, for myself, um, but also for others, too. Well, thank you. Um, our, our next question is about Psalm 119. And I, I know you're preaching on that this coming Sunday. And but and the question is, because there are other Psalms which have been <coughs> divided that, you know, would, you know, scholars would say these two Psalms actually were written together. But so why is Psalm 119 not divided like some of the other long Psalms? Well, I don't have a definitive answer to that question, but I do want to point out several unique features of Psalm 119 that set it apart. Okay. Um, as Derek Kidner says, he, he calls it the rich and precious jewel of the word. So I don't know why the organizers, you know, didn't necessarily do it like some of the other longer ones. Um, but, but these, but the way it is organized, I think does uh, have some interest. Many of our listeners are probably aware of the fact that the author of Psalm 119 wrote it as an acrostic of 22 Hebrew stanzas. So one for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Now, yes. within each of those 22 stanzas are eight verses that all begin with that same Hebrew letter. So 22 times eight equals 176, which is the number of verses in Psalm 119. Okay. So you say, well, that's okay. That's probably well known. But what I learned and what just in studying for this that doesn't seem so widely known is that the reason or the potential reason why there are eight verses in each stanza, 
maybe because of the eight different Hebrew words used to speak of the theme of God's word. So in almost all of the 22 stanzas, now they're not in, it's not happening in every single one, but in almost all 22, there are these, um, these words, we would say uh, synonyms, but that's, that's not, the best word for it, but that's what we would, in our language, we would call them. But those words are law, testimonies, precepts, statutes, commandments, ordinances, word, and promise. Okay. Yep. You're going to find, you are going to find some measure of those words, but you're not going to necessarily find all of them. But many of the other longer psalms have a distinctive outline. This one does not. But it does shape itself around many frequently recurring themes related to the word of God, joining Psalm 1 and Psalm 19 in exalting God's word. And so while the division is unique, it's still not just haphazard. It wasn't just, oh, there's no structure at all. Um, and I appreciate, I, I saw this in the editors of the ESV Study Bible. They made this distinct note. They said the pattern used by the author of Psalm 119 severely limits the author's liberty in sustaining his flow of thought. I mean, so of course huh. it would. If yeah. all of your conversation has to begin with, in our alphabet, the letter A. And so for eight lines, You've got to come up with something that, you know, every line starting with A, you know, that's hard, especially when you get to some of the you know, more difficult letters in our alphabet. Right. So, so yes, the author was limited, but, and, and the editors of the ESV go on to say, but this does not hinder the psalm from accomplishing its goal, which is to enable God's people to admire his words so strongly that they will work and pray hard to have it shape their character and conduct. So, mm. I thought, you know, well done, well said by those guys there at Crossway. Um, But um, yeah, so why it's not like the others, I don't know, but it does have this unique structure that really helps us, I hope, fall in love with the word. I I pray that too. And thank you for answering those questions today. And and thank you for taking that time to to research that and, and even to help us to have some fun in, in, in song. And so thank you for that as well. And my um, pleasure. Absolutely. Well, and thank you guys for joining in with us and for tuning in to the through the word podcast this week. And if you have any questions for us, please send those in to through the word 22 at gmail.com. Well, God bless y'all and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Through the Word podcast. If you have any questions for us, please send those in to throughtheword22 at gmail.com. That's through the word and the number 22 at gmail.com. God bless you. Have a great day.